Well, we continue to watch the schools here this morning. While we do that, let's uh, throw it over to Nathan for some news here this morning. Yeah, and it's not just the schools we're watching. It's roadways as well as caution is advised when traveling within the Carroll Broadcasting listening area this morning following last night's wintry weather that continued into the early morning hours. According to the Iowa Department of Transportation estimates, 100% of roads in the region are either completely or partially covered by ice or snow. While crews are out spreading brine and salt, road conditions do remain slick in many areas. Drivers are asked to reduce speeds and provide themselves extra room to stop if they do plan on traveling today. Carroll Community School District Superintendent Dr. Casey Burlaw and Board President Cindy Johnson traveled to the Capitol on Monday to participate in a House Oversight Committee hearing on graphic content in school libraries and curriculum. In addition to the CCSD officials, representatives from the West Des Moines, Waukee, Carlisle, Urbandale, and Johnston school districts were called to testify. The issue at hand was when and how schools handle objections to materials in the library or in the classroom. The CCSD officials were not questioned during Monday's hearing, but Burlaw says they were ready to outline the school's policy for materials reconsideration. We were prepared to answer any specific questions that they may have had about our local context, and for whatever reason, the questions were directed at other schools. And Material objection procedures are nearly identical at schools throughout the state. A parent or stakeholder directly takes their concern to the teacher or librarian, and the issue is elevated to a reconsideration committee if the complainant is unsatisfied with the result. The committee then makes a recommendation to the Board of Education for final approval. In CCSD's case, 10 books, including Sold by Patricia McCormick and Red Hood by Elena Arnold, were objected to for their perceived graphic content. All books that have been reviewed by the committee and voted on by the board so far have remained available at the school. Like other school officials who testified at Monday's hearing, Burlaw says these issues are challenging as they are asked to consider the morals of a very diverse group of students, families, and stakeholders. What's best for all can sometimes not be what might be best for an individual somewhere, or a small group of individuals, or whatever you want to say. So that makes it challenging work as a school leader, as a committee that's working on reviewing books, any of that. Burlaw says the material reconsideration policy is not used often, so one of the benefits of this latest round of reviews is the board's ability to simplify the process now that they've had some experience. We need to make sure it's not cumbersome for somebody who would have an objection to instructional materials. So as we're going through this, making some notes of some things that we may look at adjusting. But overall, I think that there's a lot of good things in that process that are designed the way they're supposed to be, you know, to work the way they have been working. When I say that, it's not to result in a certain outcome. It's just about the process. The school board has only a few of the 10 books initially listed left to review and vote on, and that process should conclude in the next several months. And Carroll County Conservation is hosting a new grant-funded program for individuals interested in learning more about, about ornithology or the study of birds. According to naturalist Kristen Barrett, the program is broken up into three parts and is called Building Better Birders. One takes place at Swan Lake starting next week on Wednesday, March 1st. That's at 8 o'clock and runs until 4.45 p.m. Barrett says the workshop is hosted throughout the state and they pick different counties to host in every year, with Carroll County being selected for 2023. Barrett adds individuals do not need to stay all day if one activity piques their interest more than others. The first one that's coming up here, some different activities include like going on different types of bird hikes. We're kind of focusing on water birds since we're going to be out at Swan Lake 
And then there's also some different presentations by an avid birder who has been in the field for 40 years. And so there'll be kind of a mixture between hands-on and then also going out and trying to find the birds that we've been talking about in our presentations. And so it'll be kind of a relaxed style. People can come for the whole day, or if they see something that kind of piques their interest, um, they can drop in anytime. Again, that workshop is broken up into three parts with that first one taking place next week on Wednesday. The other two are further down the road, one in the summer on Saturday, June 24th at Great Western Park in Manning. And the last one will be in the fall back at Swan Lake on October 27th. Again, Barrett says no pre-registration is required. If people want to come, they can just show up. If they have any questions, they can definitely give us a call. Um, but otherwise, it is just a program where it's free and whoever shows up that day is going to be there. We've got plenty of space to accommodate as many people that want to come. But there is no registration. There is no uh, fee for it. It's just kind of a show up as you would like for the day. A little bit as a style your own way of birding for the day, which is kind of fun. Building Better Birders is funded through grants, and Beard explains what those grant monies actually pay for. Kelly McKay is the one who organizes all of the workshops, and so that funding helps to cover the costs of his travel to do those programs and if he needs uh, lodging as well, and then uh, if there are any other kind of fees associated with that. And so he works to fund this through the REAP CEP program, which is stands for Conservation Education Program, and it is a grant that is available out there to kind of further conservation education Barrett says the workshop is a fun and different kind of event to bring to Carroll County. Individuals wanting more information on the upcoming programs can follow the link included with this story on our website. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM 8 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. I appreciate it, Nathan. Once again, uh, we've gotten a number of updates from schools recently here. A number of schools have canceled. Still have a couple of districts that are not